With any project, there are many individuals to thank behind the scenes, and this book is no different. The support of my family and friends, and their help and feedback in transforming my thoughts into a concept worth publishing, has been invaluable. Roger Scholl, my editor, and Kevin Maney, my co-author, have been incredibly patient and insightful and have not only done the hard work of tying all the threads together, but have made significant contributions to the ideas in this book. I would also like to thank several colleagues who contributed greatly to this book's content. Don Adams, Cal Krishnan, Matt Langdon, Ram Meenan, Matt Quinn, Marat Sanmez, Raj Verma, Srini Vinokota, and many others too numerous to mention. My gratitude to Kevin Tam and Anthony Zambatero for their outstanding cover design, and to Jennifer Kikoko, my assistant, for all her help. Kevin Maney I would like to thank Dan Faust and Russ Mitchell for their research work. Jeff Hawkins gets a special nod for introducing me to the idea of the predictive nature of brains in the early 2000s, and for putting up with my asking him more about it over and over again through the years. Thanks, too, to neuroscientists Jim Olds, Stephen Grossberg, and Paula Tallow for their general advice and input. Thanks to Roger Scholl, the editor on this book, and my previous book, Trade-Off, for having faith in the project and seeing it through. Sandy Dijkstra, our agent, helped make it happen. Thanks to the folks at TIBCO, who from time to time set aside running a fast-growing company to help the book along, including Holly Gilthorpe, Ram Meenan, Don Adams, and Srini Vinakota. Finally, much appreciation to Kristen, Allison, and Sam for understanding when book writing had to take over weekday evenings and Sunday afternoons. Part 1. Talented Brains Wayne Gretzky's Brain in a Box In the 1981-82 hockey season, Wayne Gretzky broke the National Hockey League record by putting 92 pucks in the net. At the time, he stood 5 feet 11 inches tall and weighed 170 pounds, a wisp compared to the average NHL player. I look more like the guy who bags your groceries at the local supermarket, he said about himself. He wasn't even a particularly great athlete, in a purely physical sense. Our team doctors tested my endurance, strength, reflexes, and flexibility with machines, bicycles, and drills, Gretzky told an interviewer. They tested every guy on the team, and I did bad in all the tests. Yet Gretzky holds just about every hockey scoring record there is. He is the best player in the sport's history. And here's the crazy thing. Gretzky didn't get so good in spite of his unimpressive physical attributes. He became so good because of them. Gretzky grew up in Brantford, Ontario, and started skating on the nearby river when he was two. He played hockey with the local kids every chance he could in winter, an hour before school, a couple of hours after school, another hour or two after dinner. His father, Walter, taught him and coached him, although he didn't push him. I practiced all day because I loved it, Gretzky said. When he was six, he tried out for the Brantford Atom League for ten-year-olds and made it. One photo from that season shows Gretzky skating with his teammates, his head about as high as the numbers on most of his teammates' jerseys. That first year, Gretzky scored one goal. The next year, he scored 27 goals. The next year, as an eight-year-old, 104, then 196, and when he was 10, Gretzky scored 378 goals in 69 games. 
Yet he was always one of the smallest, scrawniest players in the league. No one had seen anything like it. Newspapers and magazines rushed reporters to Brantford to write stories about him. Gretzky quickly moved to higher-level leagues with much older, beefier guys. Since Gretzky couldn't unleash physical prowess on these opponents, he developed a different kind of weapon—his brain. When I was five and playing against eleven-year-olds who were bigger, stronger, faster, I just had to figure out a way to play with them, Gretzky explained. When I was fourteen, I played against twenty-year-olds, and when I was seventeen, I played with men. Basically, I had to play the same style all the way through. I couldn't beat people with my strength. I don't have a hard shot. I'm not the quickest skater in the league. My eyes and my mind have to do most of the work. He added, I had to be ahead of everybody else or I wouldn't have survived. Gretzky's father taught him.